Welcome to Trust the Journey. I'm Jason Maletsky. And I'm Melanie Curtis. Our mission is to live, laugh, <laughs> love, and learn together with you. Amen. We are here to create conscious connections, to grow and contribute through our practice of openness, honesty, vulnerability, humility, and trust, trusting the entire journey. If you want to find us on the wider internet, our handle is trustthejourney.today. That's where you can find us on all the social media feeds that we're on. And if you want to join us and become part of the Trust the Journey family, particularly, you can go to our website and scroll down and you'll find a big orange button to join Patreon. Patreon is a source for us to be able to uh, bring in a tiny amount of income to help offset some of the investment that we make in this. And it's a contribution for people to buy in to become part of a family in which we all support each other in a very loving and supportive way. It's a safe space for anybody who wants to come. You're welcome. And we share our real person in that space. There's no personalities allowed. It's people in there and we're real and we have our amazing parts and we have our troubled parts and we're free to share them and feel safe. And we welcome you to join us there. Yes. Oh, love the fam. Love it. Well, right on family. Let's do this. Today is our holiday episode. This is so exciting because we decided to do this real time. So normally we publish a couple weeks out or a month out. And today we said, you know what, let's record real time and then publish it tomorrow. And so that's what we're going to do. So today we're talking about how our holidays are going. We're going to talk about last minute gift ideas, some insight into the business. We haven't talked about that in a long time. And just what is up as we roll into the new year and this next decade. Very exciting. Fun, right? Yeah. I love it. All right. I have to start this one off because I got to do the coolest thing this morning really? where I got to go and be a part of Elevate Network opening the NASDAQ and ringing the opening bell of the NASDAQ Stock Exchange, which is such a cool, incredible experience. I know it's super random. It doesn't seem like a holiday share, but <laughs> it's real time. And I'm totally coming off the the high of that experience because, oh, it's just, it's so cool being connected to what they're doing to elevate women and equality. And I'm just so excited and fired up to have been a part of that. It was an honor to so be standing up there. You just opened the New York Stock Exchange this morning? No, no, the NASDAQ. NASDAQ. The NASDAQ. But, and I didn't ring the bell. Christy Wallace, who is my friend, she's the CEO oh. of Elevate Network. So Elevate Network. So what happens is businesses pay, you know, $125,000 to be to have that role, to be able to push the opening bell and have the whole media hoopla and all, all this. If a spot opens up, they then the NASDAQ then offers it to, you know, nonprofits or organizations that they want to promote and support. So Elevate got this opportunity, you know, two days ago or, or 48 hours ago, 24 hours ago. And then an email went out and it was one of those, there are very limited spots. I responded immediately and was like, yes, absolutely, I want to go. And then I rescheduled all my stuff <laughs> because, including this recording, because it was such a unique and special opportunity. And I'm just so happy to have been a part of it. So 
I'm happy to share that with you guys. And I invite you all to follow Elevate Network. And yeah, we talk about being a family on the Trust the Journey family all the time. And there's so many different networks out there that are of such high value in my world that, yeah, Elevate is definitely one of them. Very cool. That's an awesome share. Thanks. And I'm rocking the red lips. For those of you not watching the YouTube, I'm totally doing holiday red lips. And yeah, it's good. And you're looking beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Looks good on you. Thank you. So holiday season is well upon us. Everybody is flurrying around, wrapping up their work weeks and work years and getting preparations and traveling and running about. I know myself, I just returned back from a quick jaunt to Australia, probably the the longest trip I've ever done for the shortest time, uh, just quick five days in Australia to go and spend time with family, uh, people very close to me in my life, people I care about very much that I consider to be family. Uh, you know, it's the Sky family. It's the people that we are in the same tribe with. And I was over there to celebrate a birthday, uh, but very much it's about the gathering of family. It's about getting together and spending quality time and sharing our lives with the people that are important to us because our lives are so short and we get so few opportunities and sometimes you just have to say doesn't matter if i'm not in the best place financially to run around and do this right now i gotta get on a plane i gotta go to the other side of the world just so that i can sit around with the people that are close to me for a few days and share some totally amazing epic quality time and laugh and goof and talk about our problems and be (laughs) real and have a good time and just eat some good food and do some fun adventures and all that kind of stuff. So I'm super stoked that that. I'm really happy I made the choice to go do that. I love that for you. Thanks. It's, I mean, I've read a million times on the internet that like the article that says it's healthier when you buy experiences not presents or things or whatever and i don't know if that's true but in my experience that seems really true i would agree i think that when i look back on my own life if i think about what are my key memories gifts are almost never it i mean gifts the most memorable gifts i have are the smallest things Mm-hmm. The little things that are just very personal and very mm-hmm. meaningful and keepsake and cherished, um, things that are made, things that are thoughtfully selected because they have a lot of value, um, you know, personally gifted. Yeah. Absolutely. Thoughtfulness, Thoughtfulness is by right? far what makes for me a gift wonderful because giving gifts is one of the five love languages you know so it's not to say that we don't feel love we definitely tend to feel love getting gifts but it's yeah the distinction between getting and listen i like getting fuzzy socks i'm a fan of them okay i totally am into it it's almost become a tradition to get like some version of socks which is kind of funny but that then makes it thoughtful right you know if it's not connected to some thoughtfulness it doesn't necessarily have that feeling of love attached to it even though i don't like putting that pressure on people at all when it comes to gift giving you know i i'm never i'm never someone who needs a gift you know for a birthday or or christmas or whatever i'd much rather just a sentiment of love and connection. I, I absolutely love 
reaching out and connecting to people. It's something I try to make a daily habit of. I would say literally every day, something that I do is on Facebook. I click on whose birthday it is and I'll send at least one or two quick personal messages to somebody. It's ritualistic daily practice to reach out and make those connections. I want to share something because I just gave a gift and it was oh look at you oh my god that's so cute <laughs> I have a Santa mug is this is adorable. a gift for my mom oh <laughs> mom has got it nailed I just gave a gift that was very meaningful and it was very thoughtfully curated I guess so it's, here's a little bit of my art yeah photography. I love it. let's hear it. okay so if you're on YouTube you get to see this beautiful image now this is a tiny version of the full-size one that we just did the full-size one six feet long awesome. so it's a huge print and it's beautiful the framing was bright purple so it just came out wonderfully i'm going to hold this closer and just do a little panorama for those oh, of you who are looking gorgeous on because this is just this amazing moment it's this and incredible just, sunset just to, for you guys listening it's oh my gosh Someone out in the distance on top of a cliff and this incredible orange Top of the world. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, so. Wow. It's so fun giving gifts, isn't it? I love it. Yeah, it is when the thoughtfulness is there. I don't think giving gifts is fun when I'm just trying to fulfill an obligation around a whatever. That's not really my thing. If it's thoughtful, then yeah, super fun. Otherwise, no. I don't even do those gifts. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. No. <laughs> I don't even play that game anymore. No, for sure not. So what does the Christmas season, holiday season, get put mm-hmm. a name on it? I mean, you know, most of us grew up with it as Christmas. Uh, it's winter solstice. It's Hanukkah. It's whatever name we want to put on it where it's that in the northern hemisphere it's the time of year where we're settling into winter and it's Mm -hmm. time to collect together because it's cold out and being outside isn't as practical so we tend to get around the fire around the hearth around the family gathering and eat and rest and share time so historically speaking i see it as guided by the the time of year and the the shortening of the days so what does it mean to you where do you what are your earliest memories of the holiday season and how do they play into your life today? Yeah, for sure. Reflecting on the holidays and I so have have such compassion for those who don't love the holidays because I have a lot of, yeah, there's, and there's lots of people that don't have happy memories around the holidays and they can be a really triggering time. And I think that's common and understandable. And I have some of that myself too. But for the most part, it's a really happy time for me. I really lean into the feeling of celebration and family, however defined, and tradition. I enjoy tradition. There's something about drinking hot chocoditi out of a Santa mug that I love. Like that's just something we always did when I was growing up. That was when it, that's why I have this Santa mug. In the holiday season, I drink out of the Santa mug all the time because that's something that we did. It's stupid, it's silly, but it warms my heart. It makes me feel connected to my family even when I'm not with them. You know, so even if we aren't celebrating like we used to, because things do change and evolve, you know, and Christmas doesn't look like it used to look. 
You know, we don't all get together. And that was a source of pain as that transition sort of came upon me as a as an adult. But now I feel more restful that I can cultivate holiday spirit however I choose. And if I really do want to see my family or or be with loved ones, I can cultivate that as well. So it's 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 almost like a empowered responsibility around how do I make the holidays feel really happy and and celebratory and peaceful for me and those I care about. You know, not that that's always achievable, but just like I like taking that responsibility on for myself. And as a result, I feel like I've had quite a bit of happy holidays. You know, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Our choice is always at the front of how we experience our life, right? If we're choosing into a positive attitude, choosing to see the light in things, choosing to see the value in things, then that's what the experience that we're going to have. We choose our experiences. So, yeah, I can totally see that. What about I you? Know, I know, I, um, I, I look back at my own childhood memories of Christmas, and I would say that I had of course, for what appeared to me to be a very stereotypical experience with the holidays where we had a Christmas tree in the living room covered with tinsel and we had a lot of decorations, which were very confusing to me as a child. We had decorations of Santa Claus and we had decorations of Jesus, you know, and they <laughs> right. didn't quite understand the bridge between the two. It didn't really make sense, but I went with it. I'm like, all right, some reason we have trees and a manger and I don't know why they're from different cultures, but this is what we got. We had our little <laughs> baby manger you right. know the little mock-up one it was really cute i liked having all that ornate stuff and my mom would do these beautiful christmas tree decorations and my sister especially loved just loved to do these lavish trees just ornately decorated with all the little trimmings everywhere so she got so much pleasure out of decorating and gift wrapping and setting the whole like picture of the tree with all the gifts under it and you know, it was a really big deal. And I'm going to date myself right here. I can remember when we got a color television for Christmas. What? Right? Nice. Yes, I remember wow. getting a color TV because previous to that, we had a big black and white console, like monster mamma jamma TV. And so those are the early days for me, you know, and grandma, grandpa, godparents, you know, aunts and uncles making the trips around, being the little three, four, five, six-year-old kid, you know, having that kind of experience. It all seemed very stereotypical and it was quite a joyful period in life, you know, because it's celebratory, it's colorful, there's lots of fun being had, there's delicious food, there's all these wonderful things. And for me, that all came to a very rapid stop at one point when my parents passed on and I no longer had this same experience of joyfulness, it became very difficult period. We still had family getting together and we still had the Christmas trees, but it just didn't have the same love and bond and, you know, celebrating with mother and father because my mom and dad were no longer there. So I went through this really tortured state, I would say from about, 16 years old till maybe 24 or so like a period of my life where Christmas was just something I just oh I just couldn't even stand the thought of the holiday season coming up because yeah. there's so much loss and grief and just feeling of missing and 
something wrong and was it me or was it everything i just didn't know and i substituted when i started skydiving my first year skydiving i got invited to get in a van with a bunch of people that i barely knew and drive from canada all the way to florida to go skydiving for the holidays and i'd never even heard of such a thing or a concept where you would first of all go to another country to jump out of planes why would you do that you could do that here in the summertime, <laughs> but we jumped in a van. I don't like a minute's notice. Off I went, and I spent my Christmas day jumping out of airplanes. And that was a completely radical concept for me as a 21 year old kid. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what I've done for the last 25 years. Yeah. With Christmas Day, is spend it in the sky, spend it working, spend it jumping, spend it flying, spend it celebrating and living life to, you know, my mm-hmm. current definition of how do you live life to the fullest. Right. And um, I wanted to kind of bring this around because I felt that for myself in the last number of years, skydiving kind of stepped to the back for me and my family, myself, my feelings, my emotions, underlying memories, all those things have come back to the foreground. Yeah. There's been a switch. I've, I haven't spent my Christmas skydiving for a couple of years now. Um, and ironically, I think I'm going to spend Christmas day skydiving this year. Oh, yeah? I haven't skydived at all this year. Interesting. And I think I'm going to go skydiving this Christmas day. Nice. And amazingly, I'm also going to go spend Christmas with my family back in Canada for the first time ever. Ah, ever. Wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah, the holidays, right? It's crazy Uh, how much of our heart is in it. Yeah, it's so true. I I so love that you shared that because, and I want to share a little bit more about my early years too. But before I forget, in the client work that I do with the people that I work with as a coach, as a life coach, we were talking recently about the pain at the holidays and having, you know, that hurt and the challenge and just hoping this time of year gets to be over soon and stuff like that. And anyway, we talked about the concept of creating a new anchor memory, which it sounds like you did when you were younger by going on this really crazy road trip, quote unquote crazy, and making some new happy memory that is something we can't forget that has a lot of positivity, not as as an avoidance of feeling, right? So that's not, I wouldn't advise people to avoid the feeling. Like now you're talking about the feeling coming back up and I'm sure in your commitment to healing and growth, you're looking at those in a totally different way than you would have as a 21 year old young man without skills you know what i mean so it's it's cool it can be that opportunity for reflection and healing or if we need to create a new anchor memory because we need that respite from hurt then that's sometimes a cool thing to to consider or contemplate because then we have that new anchor memory to think of the next year and it's maybe less painful because we're creating a new so that's just something to to think about if you are in that camp of not loving the holidays, maybe you can come up with something new that you're excited about that would change this time for you next year. You know, I think that's very much the case of the point that I was making was, you know, for myself, because of not feeling a connection of joy 
because of feeling a pain when the idea of family came up you know when it's a time to share with family and family isn't something that's feeling really good or working really well or doesn't exist or whatever the circumstance might be that when that came up for me the idea of doing something for myself that i truly enjoy that brought me you know a feeling of fulfillment on that day was a really powerful process to put in place and you know i feel very very fortunate to have found you know anything at all in my life that i just can go yeah i really love doing this i'm going to go do that today and along with it you know the celebration the joyfulness the, the playfulness, the curiosity, the exploration, all the things that really make life worth living come along with it. And, you know, I, I always feel very grateful for the Sky family as a whole because it is so bonded and so connected. And there's generally always gatherings around the holidays that happen at the drop zones at the skydiving centers, right? There yeah. people get together and celebrate Thanksgiving. We get together and we celebrate Christmas. We celebrate New Year's. We celebrate mm-hmm. the holidays. And I'm, I really do enjoy that. And at the same time, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to spending time with my, with my blood relatives, which I haven't done in ages since I was mm-hmm. a kid, like literally a kid. So I'm super excited right now to be going back home to visit with, my, with the Maledsky family and share some of that time together. Yay. I just love it. I love it. I mean, all versions of it are wonderful. You know, it's like, so my... My early holiday experience isn't much unlike yours. It was the Christmas tree and yeah, we kind of maybe went to church the first couple of years, but not really. We were that type of of family. Um, Definitely the celebratory vibe, definitely love the decorations and this and that. And we would go and travel to my grandmother's house and my parents were divorced so I would spend some time with my dad and my stepmom and we would do a whole Christmas there and a whole Christmas at my mom's house and at home and then we would drive and go and see my extended family and this was something I always loved my my mom's side of the family has I have a ton of cousins we have a really big family and my grandmother she was always the glue that really bonded us together and there were so many different cousins in the same in a same age range we would get our present and we would all have to sit around and we would all have to open at the same time because we always got the same thing right so you had to open really fast otherwise you would already know what you got and that was just wonderful and was always one of my favorite things to do at Christmas was to go and see my family and see my gram and see how happy everyone was and she was and it's interesting how as life goes on like even me, you know, with the happy memories from my childhood and all of that, life still change changes. You know, my grandmother is, has passed and our family doesn't really do the big giant Christmases together anymore. And there's a there's a bit of grieving around that too. And a bit of of uncomfortable acknowledgement with how life changes and how life goes on as it were. And so inside of that space, it's I'm grateful for the skills that I have because in seeing that, it really does allow me to create and choose. So like, for example, this year, Sarah is my roommate. She's amazing, I love her so much. She's definitely part of my family, my chosen family. And we 
picked a day and we went out and we chopped down our own Christmas tree. I've never done that. And it was totally hilarious. They were like, do you need a guy to help cut it down? We're like, no, feminist Christmas. <laughs> it was so dumb. We were just being ridiculous the whole day, but it was really fun. And then we had people over and we sang Christmas carols and it was this Middle little New Jersey family, and we're making new memories, and that's wonderful too. So, does it mean that I don't miss my gram and those big Christmases? No, I do miss that. You know, it's it's that I choose into the opportunity of what is available and what I can create now. That's awesome. I wanted to also um, mention because I, I feel like I kind of skimmed over it a little bit. Is it even? though I've found something for myself to do for a very long time that made me feel very fulfilled and kept me occupied and gave me a new, new valuable memory. What did you call it? What was the term you used there? Anchor memory. Anchor memory, a new anchor memory. Thank you. Um, I still struggle with massive amounts of depression around the holidays. Like that has never gone away. I'm 46 years old. Right. And since I've been a boy, I've had bouts and sometimes very, very challenging bouts of depression around the holidays. And I know many of us suffer with mm -hmm. depression around the holidays because it's a mixture. Our lives are not just sunshine and rainbows, right? There are difficult experiences and difficult memories. And particularly, they tend to anchor around these gathering points, around these points that are kind of hallmarked as to be joyous, and yeah. if, if it's got, if a, if a date on the calendar has a connection to it to be celebratory and to be joyous and to be a good memory, and it doesn't turn out that way, it can easily leave us with an emotional scar that, that may never heal, that we hold yep. on to for a very long time. And the, I really like your your point of the creating new anchor memories and looking for ways to to break up that cycle. And at the same time, I, what I want to touch on here is it's okay to not feel great. If it doesn't, if there's something that comes up, feel it. Absolutely. Feel it. Be grateful for the ability to feel it, first of all, because if we're not feeling anything, we're just dead, right? right, right. <laughs> the whole point is feeling. So if those feelings come up and we feel challenged by them and we feel the difficulty surrounding them, just let the feeling come up. Just let that feeling be there. Let it live for a second. And then remember that we aren't the feeling. The feeling is totally okay. It's part of our life. But it's not now. It's not anymore. It's not this moment. And we have all the control in the world in this instant to do whatever it is that we wish to do to make a new feeling, a new memory, a new experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting, curious thing. I mean, it, it speaks to the being outside of the crowd you know what i mean if you're like oh everyone's super happy during the holidays and i'm not you know it's sort of like yeah it sucks because you feel it's almost it feels has this exclusionary vibe which as we know i'm wildly averse to anything that feels exclusionary you know so it's the validation of that feeling i think is huge i'm so glad you said that that yeah it's totally normal and understandable if you've had a painful experience around the holidays or if you feel like you are excluded from some social norm that you wouldn't feel that great and that's totally and completely understandable 
and cool that we're talking about potential ways to either just allow that or to step out of it if that's what someone feels like they're inspired to do this year or not, you know? So there are options and it doesn't have to be this cookie cutter thing. If you're into the cookie cutter thing, fuck yeah. Drink out of a Santa mug, make cookies, you know, wrap presents, whatever, you know, light the candles on the thing, all, however you celebrate, whatever holiday, whatever, you know, religion or spiritual practice or not, that you do, you know, maybe you just are averse to all of it and you're full, full rejection of the holidays. That's cool too. You know, it's really to each their own, you know? Yeah. Some of, one of my friends posts all these comical averse to Christmas memes. And I'm like, I'm the person who's like post hot Halloween. I'm like, yes, I can listen to Christmas music. <laughs> I was laughing. So I was laughing. Person. I was driving down the road the other day and there's a billboard around the corner from here and it says all Christmas music all the time. And I'm just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, please don't do that to me. No, I was like, I'll kill myself if you play Christmas music all the time. (laughs) No, it's like the worst torture I could possibly live through. I know. (laughs) It's so comedy. I love that. We embrace the difference in humanity. Well, I really do. I'm going to shift the conversation a little bit because I do want to talk about what we what we have to offer, you know, like I like the idea of giving people some insight into last minute gift ideas that might feel more thoughtful to them. I know it's not it's not normally what we talk about because really business is not our top my top the top thing on our mind when we're having these discussions, but I, it's funny at the beginning of the podcast we talked a bit more about entrepreneurship and business and that type of stuff and I really like those episodes. So there's a part of me that does want to share, even just from my own perspective as an entrepreneur, because I'm not really much of a pusher of presence around this time. It's just not really my thing, but I sell stuff. So I'm like, if some people want to buy stuff, great. Cool. If, if you feel like it supports us or, you know, it's a fit for one of the people that you love, then great. If not, great. <laughs> you know, like I am so wildly low pressure on this stuff, but I also challenge myself to share, which is why I want to on this episode. So please please go into detail about what items it is that you have for sale in your marketplace. Yeah, I know. So basically team, I'll start with my own individual self first. Uh, I have three books for sale. So How to Fly, Life Lessons from a Professional Skydiver. That's the skydiving focused one, obviously. That's on Amazon. I have With Our Whole Broken Hearts, which is a graphic memoir, and it's totally beautiful. That's also on Amazon. You probably have to type my name in to find it. Um, And my other book, One Positive Thought Can Change Everything. That's a quote book, an interactive book where you can Take a look at your mindsets, read a little bit of what I've written on mindset and listen or read some quotes from people that I admire and from myself. So that we've got life coaching so that, of course, you can buy a sample session, which is a week. So that's a week of life coaching with me. I have gift certificates for people. So you can always get one for someone that you love. I know people think that's a little bit of a weird present like like uh oh they're gonna think that i think something's wrong with them or or whatever i don't know maybe but i tend to think it's a pretty badass present 
giving them this experience of personal growth. Ugh, I don't know. What do you think about that, Jay? I as think a that there's something wrong with all of us. And that's perfectly okay. That's what makes it perfect. That if anybody tries to tell me that there's nothing wrong with them, I don't want anything to do with that person because they're <laughs> lying to my face, right? So everybody yeah. should recognize that therapy of any kind, teammates of any kind, pro advice of any kind is an awesome gift. It's an awesome get together, share. It means I love you and I want to support you on your journey is what it means. Yeah. Totally. I completely agree, obviously, not just because this is the work that I do, but because that is how I approach my own life as well. Excuse me. So the other coaching stuff that I have is I this is something I actually don't promote very much, but I do a life coaching group that is more cost effective than the one on one coaching. So I, I invite people to start with a sample session. So the sample session is that week that I just described, and that's $250. And that gets you the experience of coaching with me for the call and the week after. Um, but the coaching group is a bit different where there's a call once a week, but it's a group situation. So it's still intimate. Uh, but yeah, you would have to email me if you were interested in that, because that is a highly curated group. Uh, people have to apply to be a part of that. And your um, email is? Oh yeah, mel at melaniecurtis.com. Thank you, Jay. You're welcome. Getting close, last thing. The other thing that's really totally affordable, and this is for skydivers for sure, is I do an online skydiving coaching group that is five bucks a month. I basically require people to pay something because I believe in the buy-in as people's motivation. It helps motivate their engagement in the group, which helps them get a lot more out of it. And that group has been going on for, gosh, three, four years now, and it's awesome. So if you're a young skydiver and you want to just join, then join. Or if you want to gift it to somebody, you can totally gift it to them too. But it's, you know, really at the lower end of of a cost of the cost, but tends to really deliver high value for people looking for skydiving coaching in the digital way anyway. And then it brings us to trust the journey. And what we have. So what are our offerings right now? We have yeah. t-shirts and hoodies. Yeah. Right. Available on Amazon. And if you want the links for those, you can go to trustthejourney.today and you can see our website and you can scroll down and there's a big bar in there where you can get swagged yeah. with our Trust the Journey shirts and hoodies and the people who have them love them and I love sporting my own. They're nice quality and they're really comfy and soft. And <laughs> I always feel super nice when I wear them because I'm like, I'm putting on my mood, you know? It's very much mood, you know, that, that, <laughs> that motif of like current mood. Trust in the journey, bitches. Here we go, right? Moth. Yes. Yeah. And we, of course, we have our Patreon group, the uh, Trust the Journey family, which I was just scrolling through and reading posts earlier today, and I absolutely love it. it I, sometimes I feel like a spectator to the group because everybody's so engaged and active and open and honest. And I love seeing uh, longtime friends, people that I've known for decades, as well as people I've never met, 
completely engaging and sharing and supporting each other and being involved. And that group, again, as we say at the beginning and end of every episode, it's any minimal buy-in. If you want to put any amount down on Patreon, you get invited to the group. And it's just like Melanie was saying, we encourage some level of buy-in for participation um, because it is something where you have, where you need to be an active member and a lot of people in the group like to sit on the on the outside and be a little bit more observant and once in a mm-hmm. while chime in with a little bit of love or support or a smile or a laugh and some people are very active with some beautifully long posts and shares yeah. and it's just fantastic and i love the art that shows up in there there's just so much cool stuff so super stoked on that group and proud to be part of it um what i, I love i just want to jump in quick on the trust the journey family and because again, if we're talking about holidays and gift ideas, I, I'm not joking. If you think someone would be a fit for the group, donate on Patreon a buck a month and and get them in the group. You know, I mean, so like certainly if not, then then don't. But it's more like that's such a cost effective way to give something of wildly high value and true thoughtfulness if you think the person that you love would be a fit for that for this vibe how we roll here awesome yeah so i'll jump off from the trust the journey family on patreon to my own patreon i have my own jason maledsky aka jmo uh, Patreon page to help support my artistic endeavors in the music world i've been performing as a DJ now for 20 years, which I'm starting to realize is reaching the level of mastery when it comes to the 10,000 hours or practices. And I absolutely love playing music. I love sharing the experience. Most of the time I do it strictly out of the joy of giving. Um, And and I practice literally every single day. Um, For the last 20 years, I barely have ever missed a day of not, if I haven't practice for hours the next day um so uh you can find me on patreon there i have a number of supporters i really truly appreciate and cherish those of you who are there supporting me right now and if any of you feel so motivated and would like to also help support me on that path it makes a huge difference it's really powerful to have that little bit of extra bump along to keep things going and i have to say i'm very excited that the amount of work that i've been doing for the last few months has been intense and developing concepts and ideas and pushing the artistic level. So it's super fun. And I just finished a big set uh, in Australia and I'm working on one coming up. I'm gonna be playing at New Year's and it's um, it's a huge investment of time and energy and money. And I'd love for you to feel like invited to support that artistic endeavor. I also have another little side business where I sell fly sites to people who want to learn more about flying parachutes, you can Didn't contact even know this. me. Yes, I have a couple. Tell I sell me more. <laughs> I sell a little GPS unit that gets mounted to your helmet. It's called a fly sight. And they are fantastic tools. Um, the tool itself, the hardware, is leveraged through a piece of software that was co-developed with Michael Cooper and myself, specifically for debriefing and analyzing and learning about canopy flight. So it goes wonderfully in in conjunction with Flight One Canopy Skills Training Course, either one of our scheduled uh, courses that are on the calendar, which you can find at flight dash the number one.com and go to the calendar and you can find them all over the world and sign up on there. Or you can contact coach 
at flight-one.com and look for private coaching if you want to get something more one-on-one or a gift certificate for somebody that you feel would love to get some education or is maybe just a little too not ready to go out and look for it themselves or can't afford it. If you want to get somebody some coach, I love the gift certificate people who show up because very oftentimes a loved one, a family member, uh, a partner, somebody will buy a gift certificate for somebody that they know could really benefit from a little one-on-one attention. Mm-hmm. And when those gift certificate people come in to get their coaching, they're just over the moon yeah. with the actual experience of having had some private attention from a premier coach who's going to then give them everything that they need to improve their skill set. So that's another great offering through Flight One. And if you really like base jumping, I sell proxies too. Amazing oh, parachutes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you can contact so me, Jay, at flight-one.com for any of this stuff. If you want to just get in touch and say Merry Christmas, I'll be glad to chat with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so uh, obvious that we're so much better at talking about <laughs> all this stuff we normally talk about versus all these things. As you were talking, I was like, oh, yeah, I also sell online classes. <laughs> like, oh, oh, shit, I also sell this and that. Yeah. And and that's kind of why I wanted to do that today is, is that it's so rare that I do it, you know, and it is part of being in business. And I it's a it's been an amazing part of my growth process as a person and a business person, but to learn business and to experiment and to, you know, gosh, I remember back in the day doing my first teleseminars and stuff like that and how stressed and nervous I was. And now hosting, posting on Facebook and saying, hey, if I let a, you know, an online webinar, what would you guys want to learn about from me and I got a whole slew of ideas and putting those things together recording them in real time and then selling them for 11 bucks because $11 is my favorite number you know 11 is my favorite so I'm like fuck it $11 that's it you know it's but having way low stress and just hoping that that real affordable entry point is a way to help people get access to some of these growth mindsets and and skills that have helped me so much you know so it's it's that cool beautiful thing of when you at least for me being in business and in realms that i love it always feels like a contribution you know, so I'm always like pricing stuff at what I feel like is going to feel great for me and also hopefully great for the person who gets it. Like there's a lot of thoughtfulness that goes into that, at least from my perspective. And so as Jay pointed to anybody who buys anything from me, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful. And I really hope it makes a difference for someone's life. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the whole gift giving thing, it's... um it's been a challenge for me because I I love I love giving gifts. I, yeah, I, yeah. I give gifts all year round to the people that are special to me, to random, random people when it just comes, I just the timing is just like, oh, this is for you. You know, <laughs> you just feel it. And it's such an immediate there's always an immediate give back. Anytime that you're giving, anytime that we are truly just expressing gratitude 
for somebody by showing our gratitude for them, it immediately reflects back. And I can't think of a single time in my life where, where that demonstration of gratitude hasn't immediately felt rewarding. And, and it's never the intention of seeking the reward. Right. The intention is to show appreciation and to, and to show gratitude, but it never fails to fill the, fill the cup. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Oh, so good. It's true. Oh, that it's the thoughtfulness. I keep coming back to that, but that's, that's the word that I keep coming back to when I think of holidays, I always think of love and connection and stuff, but that's like persistent in all of my life always. But I, I try to, I, I really, it comes back to thoughtfulness. It almost is for me, this motivator, this little bit of a like push toward extra thoughtfulness. So let's segue with yeah. thoughtfulness, mindfulness, awareness from this holiday season into the new year. Oh yeah, that's right. I was yes. gonna totally forget to even talk about the new year. Oh, yeah. new well, decade. The, holi the holiday, yeah, new decade, right? So how exciting, oh. how exciting is it to be going into 2020, you know, in our lives to be like, what is gonna happen between 2020 and 2030? This is an entirely, to me, I, this feels entirely unpredictable as to the rate of change and the things that are going on. And I'm super excited. I'm just going to share my own personal opinion yeah, here because please. this is my soapbox. Yeah, Boom. baby, right? do it. And I am happy to stand <laughs> on the soapbox and say that I am confident. I am entirely confident that there is more good in the world today than there has ever been at any other point in time. And the reason that I say that is because I see it coming from everywhere. I open my feeds from social media or from my inboxes or from my mailbox or I'm on the street, I'm passing somebody at the airport, who knows, some random interaction with somebody who worked for an airline and they're like, this way from this gate to this gate, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and they mean it, right? And I feel the connectivity of how many people are becoming self-aware in the greater context. And so when I say that, it's self-awareness of us, as awareness of humanity, awareness of our interconnectivity and awareness of how we all live on the same planet together and awareness how we have limited resource and awareness how if we don't get along, well, there's no other option. We got to get along. And really, we're in a time of peace right now. We're in a wonderful time where people are tuning in and turning on and figuring out what's going on together and doing what we can. And it's small steps everywhere that's going to make the big difference. I don't expect to be a, a radical change. And, you know, it's a tough sell for, uh, for all of us to get past the, the fear that's out there in the world of how much negativity we could hold on to versus the, the positivity as, as the option. And so my encouragement is trust in your own self-knowledge, trust in your own self-belief, trust in our connectivity that the positive change in the world is happening and carry that together into this new year, into this new decade, and into this new world. Yeah. Oh, amen. Thank you. Beautiful. My soapbox for the day. You're allowed when that's the message. 
<laughs> just kidding. You're allowed anytime. Uh, but yeah. that's, the, that's the message. That is yeah. the message. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I, I sit here. I take that in. And I said this, we said this a year ago or even two years ago, how, I mean, maybe stay with me for a second. This idea that that swell of consciousness, that swell of consciousness, like that, that it feels like it is happening. I feel like we are a part of that. And I'm sure I'm saying literally exactly what you just said, but I, <laughs> I'm, when, every repeat. time I, every time I think about this, I get really energized in a, it's weird. It's like this, it's almost like I feel the abundance the i've mentioned that before but like this feeling of power it's like this interesting feeling of positive power and that for me comes from connection to this idea that we are working together for good that is really 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 exciting to me and empowering and motivating and it goes back to the my first share this whole being with a community of like minds, bringing, you know, ringing the bell at the NASDAQ this morning. Yeah, that was cool. But it's not because whatever, it's because the mission that Elevate Network and just that example stands for is very empowering to me. They're working for collective good. They're working for things that I believe in and am excited to promote. And so that's exciting. It's It feels a part of this elevated consciousness, you know, this elevated, let's work together, let's work together for good. Let's make positive social change together. And that's what I feel like we're doing, even with this show and just any person we have a conversation with about consciousness, about healing, about togetherness about support about whatever yeah i'm with you soapbox over boom <laughs> you know i i've talked to a lot of my friends um i was having this conversation just the other day with somebody very close to me who i love very much mr uh, christopher mcdougall i'll just give him a little shout because he's such a good friend and, and i'm really it. just such a huge fan of his journey and we were chatting and about the practice of believing in change, the practice of positivity, the practice being what creates the reality. It's like anything, right? Like you don't become a world champion canopy pilot by not practicing that. You don't become one of the world's most famous and reputable and longstanding base jumpers by not practicing that. You right. have to put in the practice. You don't become one of the world's most known life coaches <laughs> and who kicks ass, who's named Melanie Curtis, by not <laughs> practicing that, right? You have to practice. It has to be your daily ritual yeah. of what Correct. you do. Your ritualistic approach to this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to become because this is what I want in my life because this is what feels good. And mm -hmm. this is the message that I want to share or be remembered for or simply experience on a daily basis. This is what I care my feelings to be like when I go through my day today. 
um, that practice is what brings it into reality. So I just wanted to touch on that because we were chatting on it. We were sitting and we we're having a nice deep conversation and we were just talking. It's, it's just a practice. We just practice. Wait a second. Am I having a thought in this direction or am I having a thought in this direction? Oh, I want the one that goes this way because yeah. that's the one that guides me towards my bigger picture goal. Um, mm -hmm. And the goal is not a destination. It's a, a, a the goal is the journey. Like as we've said it mm -hmm. enough times, right? It's mm -hmm. the, it's how do I feel every day as I live my life? And so what am I going to do over this Christmas holidays, over this new year is continue these practices of being patient, of being forgiving and of being loving and positive and all the things. And even if that doesn't bounce right back at me, if somebody's got their own practice going on, which is in a very different vibe, that's cool. That's okay. That's not my vibe. I don't need to like let that vibe become me. I can let their vibe kind of go. And the trick is when I think this is just a silly thing I like to practice. I like to stand at like a 45 degree angle if somebody's throwing something other than positivity. Right? <laughs> right. So it deflects and it bounces off and it heads somewhere else. <laughs> I just don't square off with them. Yeah. Right. But if somebody's sending out love and gratitude, I'll stare straight at them and I'll just get right in front of them. And then it just bounces right back and forth. So that's my approach to it. energy acceptance or deflection. I love yeah. it. It's you're right. It's a practice. All of it's a practice. I mean, even the business realm, you know, we talked about that. Like you wouldn't have a successful, hugely successful flight one business, you know, company without day after day working on the business. Ten you know, just overnight like success. 10 years to an overnight success. Amen, my friend. Yeah. Exactly right. So it's like, you know, those iterative processes and those com this coming up with stuff to sell is part of being in an iterative process of being an entrepreneur, being a, a burgeoning business owner, being a, you know, creative in the business realm, you know? So it's like, yeah, I'm a creative in, in, non non business realms and I'm and I'm a creative in the business realm because I'm a creative you know so it's it's that's how I frame business and why I feel like I've been able to not get attached to outcomes of of the things that I put out for offering you know some things are go off the hook and other things just don't and it's all good it's all part of the learning and growth and I love that about it I want I want to mention something I forgot to touch on earlier yeah, please. is that if you want to listen to any of the music that I record or put out or, or um, any of the mixes that I've ever made, they're all on soundcloud.com or mixcloud. And if you want to download them all, you can download them all. Every single thing I've ever put out on SoundCloud, if you go on your computer and click on the more button, you can download it for free. So it's yeah. all up there. That's my gift to everybody that if you want to download that music, feel free to download it. It's there for your having and enjoyment. I mean, I feel like that's a good place to round out. Guys, we will put all of the links for everything we talked about in when, the notes. When Melanie says we, she means her. <laughs> I, I mean us and I love you. <laughs> yes. But seriously, guys, as per usual, we love you. I love that we're recording this real time. It, it feels so cool to know that you'll hear this tomorrow. <laughs> You know, that I feel like we're really talking to you. So I just truly from from us to you, we love you so much and just so grateful that you're with us. We hope whether you have however your holiday season goes, know, know that we're sending you love from here. And 
Yeah. Jay, any final thoughts? Yeah, I I definitely would like to send a happy holidays to all of our listeners. If you care to share this episode with somebody, I think that's a wonderful gift. It costs nothing. It takes two seconds. You hit the share link, you send it to whoever you think might appreciate and enjoy it. If it might lift their day or their spirit in any way whatsoever, that would mean so much to us, to me personally. Definitely sharing is caring. Uh, So please enjoy your holidays. Be careful out there. Don't drink and drive oh yes, yes. Please, for um, the love of God. going into the new year i wish you the very best and attitude is everything don't swing the pendulum too hard <laughs> happy happy new year everyone happy holidays happy as new always year. <laughs> keep laughing keep loving and keep trusting the journey we love you